0: Go through. and I gave it away just so I could that
1: well, I know I know I know I know that you're gonna
0: be okay ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome back to just another white guys podcast I'm Dustin Jones happy to have you along with us for the ride we're gonna take you back to the conversation I had with my mom Roxanne from Christmas uh, we ran part one uh, back at the first of the year Obviously, we took some time off, didn't uh, put any new shows up, but we're getting back on track. So I want to do, put that second part of the conversation up. Lots of you have uh, texted, emailed, uh, tweeted, talking about, hey, when are we going to get in here, that second part of the conversation. So that's what we're going to bring you this week. Um, put that together. I will be up front the first 45 minutes. Not a lot of fun and laughs. We get into some real stuff. Um, there was a big car accident that, uh, that I was in with my dad um when i was a little kid my grandma passed away um we talk about uh, some stuff uh, that happened around 911 and an interesting conversation about that um we get into some real conversation about um different relationship struggles and things like that that have gone on in uh, my mom's life um there was some stuff that she wasn't really comfortable talking about um so if you hear um some little tweaks and clips and pauses um we took i took some stuff out um That uh, she felt like maybe we we shouldn't put out. Um, In fairness, (laughs) we had a little bit to drink this night. Um, So we we had fun. Uh, The last 15 minutes, we talk about football. You can hear the prediction uh, that my mom made about uh, what would happen for uh, the Super Bowl with the Seahawks. Hear what happened. uh, Was she right or was she wrong uh, when she predicted what would happen with the Oregon Ducks? Um, That comes up towards the end of the podcast. Uh, So please uh, enjoy this episode. Uh, We'll be back with a uh, new episode in the next couple days. Probably bring Nikki back, talk about some of the stuff that's going on around the world uh, and in our country. Uh, All the big news that's going on also set up uh, for our upcoming trip to Oregon. Talk a little bit more about Foo Fighters and Mumford & Sons because who can't get enough of that? So without further ado, we take you back to the conversation with my mom. Uh, This is part two. Remember, if you want to hear part one, click down below. Uh, it's the, uh, not the most recent episode, uh, but the one right before that called Oklahoma Christmas. So I hope you enjoy. And here we go. You couldn't leave well enough alone. You decided that I was so good. There's no, you, you, you must be able to have another great second child. So you just decided to have another one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Heather's going to hear this. So you're just going to go with that. I answer. had to think about that.
1: Yeah. 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 And, uh, Yes, then Heather comes along, and she was so colicky. It was a
0: nightmare. And there there were some concerns after your pregnancy with Heather, right? You had like a cyst or something?
1: Yeah, that was – no, that was why I was pregnant with her. Oh, really? I had um, – well, I went to the doctor, and he said, you have a cyst uh, – uh, well, it was called a fibroid tumor thing. Uh-huh. And it was like the size of a golf ball. And he said, I'm going to a conference in Texas. And he goes, the only thing that really could happen is it could twist. Mm -hmm. And if it does, you'll be in excruciating pain and you need to get in here. Right. So what happens is I get excruciating pain on the opposite side. So I'm thinking it's psychosomatic. I'm like, this is not real. You know, this is like, I'm just, and I was laying in there and then finally I'm like, okay. We gotta go to the doctor because I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. So we get in there. Well, I was having an appendicitis attack. Oh, jeez. So they took me in, took my appendix out, took that um, tumor out at the same time. In that amount of time, it had grown from the golf ball to softball. Oh, jeez. So it was a good thing they took it out anyway. Huh. And it all worked out fine, but I was really worried because they gave you they gave me a lot of drugs when I was in there. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, she's gonna be like Looney Tune or something.
0: Well, I mean <laughs> <laughs> not for nothing, but <laughs> <laughs> she was just on the last hour. And <laughs> there was about twenty minutes in there where, where Looney Tunes might be an accurate yeah. description. Just teasing yeah. So I
1: was I was really a little bit worried about that. Yeah. But it was fine, except for her colicky.
0: What 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 were the diff- what how different was it going from one kid to having two kids?
1: You know, I don't know if it's just because so much time has passed, Mm -hmm. but I don't really even remember that being an issue. Yeah. It was just, it was just the way it was and I loved it. And I had a boy and a girl and, but then again, it was, you know, you were a good kid. I mean, you helped me with things and we just had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite thing that we did when I was a little kid?
1: Favorite thing?
0: Yeah, did we go anywhere? Because, I mean, I've seen lots of pictures. It seemed like we went to California a bunch, and we went all well, different. Well, that,
1: that trip that we did to um, Disneyland and SeaWorld, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys were a little bit older. You were, like, what, six or seven? Because Heather was four or five.
0: Yeah. Didn't you guys yeah. take me to, like, didn't we go to Bakersfield, like, when I was little, too? Like, before Heather was born or anything, like, or when she was real little? Because I thought we went to California a few different times. Yeah, we
1: did. We did, and I can't remember why we were down there at that particular time. Oh, yeah, because she was only like nine months old then. Yeah. Yeah, I, fr- I forgot about that. And we did um, Knott's Berry Farm, mm-hmm. and that was good for little kids.
0: Yeah. that was was Is that the trip with me naked on the bed, or is that the one later?
1: No, that's the one with you naked on the bed because yeah. it was so hot there. <gasps> yeah, it was really hot.
0: That's a picture that you should never see the lad day.
1: Oh, I love that picture. Yeah. He's so cute.
0: It never got any bigger.
1: <laughs> yeah i don't want to talk about that yeah
0: uh, it's all right we grew up i mean we had a pretty good childhood i would say um yeah, everything seemed pretty easy like it didn't seem like there was a lot of stress in the house and then grandma died Mm-hmm. well no dad had his accident first yeah and then things got a little more stressful yeah and how did where were you when that happened you I were was work, working. You were just at work. Right? Were you at? Where I did was you working
1: work? at Fred Meyer. That was that um, time when I worked through Christmas at Fred Meyer. Because
0: mm-hmm. this was in July.
1: Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Because it was, f- it was the. That's right. The I picnic. did
1: work at Fred Meyer for a short period of time. Uh, uh, I stayed on after Christmas. That's right. I forgot about
0: that. Were you working for Nick and Barb? Uh, or no. You just worked for Fred Meyer. I just
1: worked for Fred Meyer.
0: Because there was a time yeah. where they like were managers of Fred Meyer or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, and actually Barb was the manager at that Salem store, Mm -hmm. but I didn't work for her.
0: Okay. Yeah. So how did you find out about that? Did you just get a phone call? Oh my
1: gosh, that was the most frightening ever. I got home and you guys weren't home. Right. And the lights flickered when I was at home and I was like, oh gosh, there must have been an accident somewhere, you know? Uh I didn't really, I didn't even think about it being you guys at all. Pretty soon, Carolyn Lichlider came to the house and she said, you need to come. There's been an accident and um, Brian and the kids were in an accident. And so we went and by the time we got to the scene, you guys were already gone. Mm -hmm. So we went on to Staten and um, that was that was probably the most difficult night I've ever had because Roger Davidson had Heather in his arms you were in the emergency room being treated and they were life your dad to Portland. Yeah. So I was like pulled in all these different directions. Right. I didn't know, you know where to go. Mm-hmm. And luckily, um, Roger and, um, well, Roger had Heather and then, um, Carolyn, Carolyn took Heather home with her. Bonnie got there to the hospital and stayed with you and then I was able to go to Portland because your dad was in such bad shape, we didn't think he was going to live. Right. And so, um, yeah, that was really hard for me because I didn't want to leave you guys, but I didn't know if he was going to make it either. Right. So Bonnie took you home, Carolyn took Heather home, and I went to Portland.
0: And I was at Bonnie's for a little while, right? Like. Yeah, so I, I want to say you were there
1: for... Um, I don't know if it was a couple days. That really all runs together. Yeah. I don't know how long it was. Um,
0: I just remember, I vaguely remember like being on a cot or something at Bonnie's. At Bonnie's. And I remember eating like strawberries and like watching some dumb movie. But I I don't really remember much else.
1: I don't, I don't remember a whole lot um, because I want to say that was a Saturday that that happened because you guys were at the company party. Yeah. And then um, it seems like I remember seeing Heather at the Lich Lighters on Sunday afternoon evening. Mm-hmm. So it it might have been less than twenty four hours, okay. But it seems like forever when I think about it. But
0: and how long was Dad in the hospital?
1: He actually ended up not being in there too long. Right. Um, it ended up being not as bad as they thought it was, and they were able to get him put back together and he didn't have any broken bones. Yeah. Which was crazy. Right. He had some internal injuries and they were able to sew that all up and put him back together and sew his head up and
0: was that was that kind of the start of when things started getting bad? Or did or was it okay for a while or
1: Well I, I think that was probably the beginning of the end mm-hmm. but as you know it took a long time right but yeah
0: so that was in like July did grandma mm-hmm. die that November October that, 31st that, that,
1: mm-hmm. yeah yep
0: so that was a a, real a lot of trauma few months I think we had this discussion when dad was here and I we couldn't remember was I five or was I seven you were five right
1: because Heather was only two
0: she and had her third birthday yet mm-hmm. so it was she 80. turned
1: three in november
0: walk me through the next couple years that had to been r- i mean dad has his accident <coughs> grandma dies that had to just been rough on everybody
1: it was rough on everybody but you know we had a lot of support mm-hmm. um Lighters, hansons all those people really just supported us so much and um Yeah, that church family, I couldn't have gotten through that without them. Was it not long after that that your dad took the job at, um, in Philomath?
0: Well, that was, I was in second grade when we moved.
1: So two more years?
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
1: because things kind of got back, you know, I mean, it was pretty traumatic when his mom died. And so, you know, that's a whole nother year. And then, um.
0: And things started to shift with working for grandpa and yeah and things like well that, and right? the
1: whole timber industry was it was all crumbling old. and yeah it was it was stressful for everybody
0: right and then he had that chance to move to wtd and then so we all so he took now he worked in philomath for a while and we still stayed right in gates, in gates. and he because he was living with grandma jean jean right? right right was that just something that you you were doing because it was the easiest way to start just to see if that was going to work out or.
1: You know, I really don't remember. I mean, obviously, yeah, we wanted to make sure that it was going to work. Yeah. And then we were looking for a place to live. We were looking for a house to buy.
0: You wanted to have a place for us to move to and get right. settled with that. Right. You didn't want to just move. And right.
1: And so it really wasn't that long mm-hmm. that he was down there. And then we finally found a place to buy and we moved to Albany.
0: Did you, did you get that house over there because you wanted to move back over there? Or is that just where you found a place?
1: That's actually just where we – actually, your dad found the place. Oh, okay. And then, you know, unbeknownst to him, it's right by where I used to live.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it made sense, too, because it was Albany, but it was close to 34 where he could jump on and be in. Absolutely. And, you know, not driving clear. You yeah. didn't have to drive clear across Albany to then to yeah. get Corvallis. Because
1: we had actually looked at a place in Philomath that mm-hmm. was outside of Philomath. Um,
0: I think I remember that.
1: Yeah, probably. Because
0: it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere.
1: It was. And it was really small. Yeah. It had red counters.
0: I don't remember that. Yeah. But I it was like a th- little cabin in the woods. I think I, r- I remember us going for a drive. We were going to go look at a house that we might go live in. Yeah. And I was like, there's no one around. Like, yeah the hell am I going to do? Yeah. And
1: so the house in Albany was really better for you guys at the age that you were, mm-hmm. you know, um, there were all those kids around. Yeah. Cause that there was a fun time. Yeah.
0: W- There's so many kids. We were all the same age
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we we're right and there by
1: Lynn Benton. And so we used to run that track all the time and yeah, you used to run. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't run much. Um, <laughs> but I walked and then we would walk out and then I'd run around that track. Mm-hmm. Yeah if i could go around it four times i was doing good <laughs> but i did it
0: uh man yeah because we just we would ride bikes and like there was just
1: yeah there was that was a fun time
0: i think there was like there's like a like seven or eight of us that were all pretty much the same age mm-hmm. so it was so it was me and cameron and shay and josh and judd and pat and jordan and eric and Domagala. and michael uh-huh i think that was everybody but we all kind of just lived in that one area, yep. and I still play. I still play fantasy football with Pat. Yeah, like that's awesome. The last, I think we played in the league together for the last few years. Um, TJ and Cameron were in it a couple years ago, but I don't know that they were in it the last two uh-huh. years, which I've won the last two years, defending back-to-back champion. You know, Woo. didn't win it. Don't win any money or anything because they're all cheap and they don't want to play for anything fun. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Uh, so what was it like to move back to Albany for you?
1: You know, it was, it was good. It was good. Um, I loved, you know, and I got that job at the hospital right after we moved back mm-hmm. and I loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. I still love it. What, yeah, man, how many still... years is this? 27 years later?
0: Yeah. So it was, <coughs> that was, I was seven when we moved. So that was 87. So you have three more years. It'll be 30 years.
1: I'm doing the same job basically.
0: I mean, there there have been a few breaks in here and there, but yeah,
1: well, not much. No, no,
0: but not all. You weren't you've always been at the same place, but the same basically the same
1: type of work. Yeah,
0: when when Dad was it after W when things didn't work out at WTD is that when things started to?
1: Well, it wasn't so much that it didn't work out at WTD. It was that um, your dad wanted your your grandpa. Wanted your dad to come up and take the saw filer position, right up there with him. He did not know that three months later the mill was going to shut down, right, which was a complete shock.
0: That's right, because dad was dad was doing the WTD thing, and then on his days off was going to Idana to try to fix, to get the mill back in g- running shape and get the saws on back on track and, right. and that sort of stuff. Right, it was almost like he felt like he had to go back and help.
1: Yeah, and we wanted to. We yeah. wanted to go back, and we were excited about it. But um, we didn't know that three months later he wouldn't have a job And because I actually quit my job when we moved back there. Mm-hmm. That was the deal, that I could stay home and be a stay-at-home mom. Three months later, he didn't have a job. I had to go back to work.
0: Was it was it kind of like, was there a thought that dad was going to take the saw filer position and then like at some point grandpa was going to step down and dad was going to take over the mill?
1: No, there wasn't. We didn't talk about that at all. It was just, um, you know, Sawfiler was a good position, and right. it, it would be, um, you know, a decent wage, and we could live off of one income, and which is what we wanted, was mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, be home with you guys.
0: Right. And then, so three months later, and so then you go back to work, and had we moved? We had moved back to Mel City, right? Are we, had we moved back to Gates? No,
1: we were living in Gates.
0: And then, so then, then you started driving back to Albany every yep. day. Mm-hmm. And then, yep.
1: and then your dad went to work
0: for uh, Herbert Hebert 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 whatever Don Herbert Don.
1: And so then they were gone to Montana, and then that's when everything really fell apart.
0: Yeah. Just too much distance and too much other yeah. stuff. Yeah. And drinking and.
1: Yeah. Just. It was just time, you know, we had just grown apart. And, mm-hmm. you know, looking back, I, I think mm, I should have worked a little harder to m- stick it out for you guys. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how traumatic it is for kids. Yeah. I really didn't. I just thought, you know, we loved you guys. I didn't understand why that would be so difficult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There again, so young, so naive.
0: Because, I mean, that was... You're younger than I am right now. Yeah. Because I'm 34, and this would have been, I was in seventh grade when you guys finally split up. Because, I mean, fuck, I can remember exactly the day. I can remember where we were sitting. I can remember what the living room looked like. I can remember what we did during the day. I can. not And I would have been, what, 12? hmm So, I mean, you were 32.
1: Yes. Heather and I just so- had this conversation about that.
0: At that point what are you what are you thinking like how am i going to be a single mom like what am i going to do
1: No you know i didn't think that at all when we split up it was like i mean i'd always taken care of myself mm-hmm. and always worked so no i didn't really think that at all i just thought yeah i can do this on my own and did it
0: Yeah there was a lot of acrimony and there was a lot of a lot of bad blood for a long time Do you think some of that is just just being young and and wanting to fight or were you why why was it so bad
1: for me it was bad because everything was fine Mm -hmm. when it was just your dad by himself right and he was paying his child support and everything and then all of a sudden that changed and then he quit paying his child support and that was really difficult for me and then also It was like he had taken on another family, Mm -hmm. and I felt like you guys were left behind. And that really didn't set well with me. Granted, uh, the way it went down um, should have never happened. Right. That should have never happened, but um, it did. We can't change that.
0: Right. How did you get into the log furniture business? (laughs)
1: have to go there
0: well i mean what we don't have to talk about a lot of it but why why like what what was the was it just what he wanted to do
1: um i think it was an adventure yeah you know it was something new i always wanted to have my own business Mm -hmm. um and we thought that the two of us together because i love to decorate you know that right and um he was making the furniture i did the decorating of the place and um, you know we completely remodeled that whole building which was a total wreck Mm -hmm. and made it gorgeous right and we worked really well together for a while Mm -hmm. but you can't base a relationship on that no and I don't have the best track record
0: (laughs) (laughs) why why is it (laughs) that This sounds do we really have to go there? this sounds really bad, but why do you have such shitty taste in men? <laughs> are do you think are you looking for something is it is it just the adventure? Is it do you not really think about it and you just you think, oh this this guy seems fun, and we're gonna have fun together, and we'll just see what happens and
1: yeah, and then my heart gets um you know, like I'm really loyal, like yep. I'm loyal to a fault, yes, and that's. That's probably my biggest downfall, and so once I'm in, I'm all in. Right. And if you're a douche, I'm probably gonna.
0: You're gonna put up with it for a while. Put up with it
1: for a while instead of just nipping it in the very beginning. Right. That's what I've learned about myself so far.
0: Have you ever thought about going and like going to therapy and stuff like that? Do you ever is that ever something that you think about doing?
1: Yeah, I've actually been a few times. Yeah. Um,
0: I try to go, and I just. It takes me a while to be comfortable with people, to talk about stuff. And every therapist I've ever gone to, they always want to just talk about lo- me losing weight. And yeah. I'm like, I understand all that. Can we try to figure out all the other shit that I have wrong in my life? Can we talk about why I'm an emotional basket case and why all these other problems that I have? If I fix that stuff, the that part will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. I know if I eat less and I go outside more and I work out a little bit and that I'll have a healthier life. I understand all that in a positive frame of mind. And there's something, like, I have something screwy in my brain. And I would like to try to figure out what that issue is. So uh, if we could could work along that line. And it always, they just, I think some of it, it's probably psycho analyst 101. Mm -hmm. It's like, find a small problem to fix and build on that. Right. But I don't want to, like, that
1: makes me crazy. And that's why I don't go. Because I I really want to go to somebody that's going to say, look, This is what you need to do. Yeah. I don't want somebody to, to, like, make me figure it out. Just tell me what what it is. What do I need to do? And I'll do it. Right. I love... Did you ever watch um, the Alice Cooper guy? No, not Alice Cooper. The Kiss guy.
0: Gene Simmons? Gene
1: Simmons. Yeah. Did you watch Simmons Rules? No. Okay. So he had a therapist. Right. And she's awesome. If I could have her... I w- I would have gone to that therapist forever. She's really—I mean, she like puts it out there, and she yeah. and she would call him on the carpet. Yeah. And it's like, could everybody be like that? All therapists be like that?
0: You know that shows will work, right?
1: I don't care what it is. <laughs> She's good.
0: Oh, mom. Well. That's probably not real therapy. That's probably just a show.
1: Well, I really think that she was good. <laughs> No, don't burst my bubble because okay. I really liked her. And Dude, I that's something that you're
0: holding on to, that one day when you're rich that you can have Gene <laughs> yeah. yep. Simmons, psychiatrist, yes. to help you fix all your problems. Can we
1: cut this out?
0: Nope. <laughs> this is real life, Mom. This is going go to go until like 40 or 50 people might hear this.
1: So somebody's going to hear that and they're going to go, that's what's wrong with her. <laughs> Bingo. No, I'm pretty sure we have the same psychological tick wrong with us. All right. And if somebody could figure it out, break through... Well, what we could accomplish. Yeah, exactly.
0: You did the log furniture thing. Then you ended up back in Albany. Uh-huh. And living in an apartment, <coughs> which yeah, was weird.
1: That was really weird.
0: And then you lived in that duplex for a while. How long did you live in the duplex?
1: Oh, you mean the condo?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that was after... So I lived in the little apartment. Mm-hmm. And then I moved in with my sister for a couple months. Right. And then it got to be time for Heather to go to school. Right. And I was like, mm-mm, I can't do that to her. So I moved back to Gates so she could finish school.
0: Right. So the con- the condo was after Heather was done with school. Moved
1: to the condo after Heather was done, graduated from high school.
0: Gotcha. Because Heather stayed. Well, no, I thought that you moved while she was still in school because it he- wasn't I she did. I moved with- to
1: the apartment. I had that little apartment.
0: Okay. My timeline's all messed up. I I didn't live there then. No,
1: exactly. And so I moved to that apartment, and she stayed with the Pauls for a while until they were done with school. And then I moved back to Gates in September so she could go back to school and finish the last two years of high school. And then when she graduated, then I moved to the condo
0: in Albany. And that was when you lived in the house?
1: And that's when I was going to school. I was doing my EMT thing in Salem and then right. I was taking the x-ray classes in Eugene and working in Albany. Right,
0: because when, when you lived in the house in the fire hall, that's when I moved back. Right. And we lived there for a while. And then we moved to the condo and I lived with you for a while there. And then I was working at T-Mobile. Okay, so this is an interesting story. So do you remember when I called you on 9-11? Yes. Man, what a weird day that was! Yeah, that was crazy. And I heard it on the radio, so that was a whole different. Because I was listening, I always listened to Z100, and I was, because I was, I think that's what I was still working four tens then, so I would leave at like six o'clock in the morning, because I worked like seven to Mm -hmm. seven to seven or something like that, and we, I was. it, there was like some Michael Jackson interview. Cause like the MTV video music awards or something had been that weekend and they were playing some interview. And then all of a sudden it was like, this is an ABC news breaking news update. I'm like, why is there an ABC breaking news update on Z 100? And I, so then I heard a little bit of something and I was like, what the hell's going on? And so I found a, a different news station and I was over by Oh, what's the where what's the the pond over by where the Costco is now where the big duck was? Waverly? Yeah, so I was at, I was there and I grabbed my I had my cell phone and I called and I was like, "Mom, turn on the TV." And you were pissed because I woke you up. <laughs> and I was like, "What's turn on the news? What's going on?" Do you Okay, so what do you remember after that?
1: You know, I don't remember that I didn't remember that you had called me that morning.
0: No? Uh-uh. Did you go back to sleep?
1: <laughs> no, no. But I had it had it on. Right. Or I turned it on. Then if that's, you know, if that was the case, then I turned it on. And I was watching what was happening. And then I was like, oh, God, I have to get ready for work. Right. But I didn't want to leave the TV. Yeah. And so then I woke Heather up. And I'm like, Heather, you got to get up and watch this. We're being, you know or whatever, you know, cause it was all, it was really panicky.
0: Yeah. And see, this is, it's weird for me because I have a completely different perspective on this whole thing because I never saw the I never saw live TV oh, of you... what happened. I never, cause we got to work uh-huh. and I was in my T-Mobile bubble and I never saw a TV. Oh, you didn't? No.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And so... I and they had we couldn't go like and surf the internet at work, uh-huh. but they had taken the firewall down or something because I could get on the New York Times website and I remember the huge, like, full page, like thing. And I was like, what in the hell is going on? And we were like completely not busy because. We got so many calls. So many of our calls came from the East Coast, and people couldn't get through. Oh, uh-huh. and obviously, people were way more focused uh-huh. on what was going on in the world than you know uh-huh. what was wrong with their cell phone bill. Yeah. Um, but I was in my T-Mobile bubble for like ten hours.
1: Wow, I didn't and so, realize that. And were you living in the apartment at the time, or yeah. were you still with the con- at the condo?
0: No, no, no. I still lived in the condo. You still lived in the condo. And so I got home at seven or eight o'clock or whatever. And went in the room, and I just I watched the news for like, I don't think I went to bed, and then I got up and went back to work the next day, and I was just like, everyone was just kind of like in a daze. Yeah, it was and crazy. It was
1: and I keep thinking to myself, okay, the the second plane hit mm-hmm. at nine something. Yeah. Right. So, so could I have seen that second plane hit, like, yeah, the real thing? You could have, because that would be that would be like six in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it three hours or four hours?
0: It's three hours.
1: Okay, because for for in my mind, I believe that I saw the second plane hit.
0: You probably did,
1: and I but I was pretty traumatized by the whole thing. Yeah, and then I was went out and I'm screaming at Heather, "Get up, get up! You've got to watch this!" Right? I've got to get in the shower and,
0: and tell me what something else happens. Yeah, exactly, because you have a you have a tendency to get dramatic about things. Like when um, when the spring break earthquake happened when we lived in Gates and you thought and this and, in fairness, we our house was like on the side of a like a little cliff thing. Yeah. And it was you thought the house was sliding down the hill.
1: No, I thought that the tree was coming down. Oh,
0: okay. next to our bedroom. Oh, OK. You know,
1: we had that those huge fir trees right. all around us. I thought that tree was falling
0: oh, okay. on the house.
1: That's what I thought.
0: Yeah. It was scary. I thought you thought that the house was sliding down the hill. No. Which I think would have been worse, but...
1: Well, and then, you know, the fire whistle is going off. Right. So then we all take off and we go sailing across the bridge. (laughs) Nobody checks the bridge to make sure that it's okay. (laughs) Good Lord.
0: That was, what, 96? Wasn't that
1: 93?
0: 93? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was 93. Yeah. Yeah. Because we... 93 or 94. You've had some crazy times in your life, Mom.
1: Yep, Mount St. Helens Blue. I was pregnant with you. Mm-hmm. That was crazy, and the bombing. The earth. Let's see. the The earthquake was first, and then the 9/11. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. But you know what I remember the most about that? What's that? Is it was um, Oktoberfest mm-hmm. weekend. And, you know, they weren't sure that they were going to have it because...
0: Why was Oktoberfest the second week in September?
1: It always is in Mount Angel. Hmm. I actually think it's the third weekend, but there's Labor Day, and then there's Harvest Fest, and then there's Oktoberfest, because I know them all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, um, they weren't sure that they were going to even have it. Right. But then they went ahead and have it, had it, and they t- had a moment of silence, and then... Uh, They played Amazing Grace, Mm -hmm. and the entire play stopped, and everyone was singing Amazing Grace. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Yeah. It just sticks with me. still gives me
0: chills. And then you all proceeded to get shit-faced, right? Mm, Pretty much.
1: (laughs) It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I never did. No, it was a
1: little more, Um, it was a lot more subdued that year.
0: Right. I moved around a lot. I moved back and forth between you and dad and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of tension and Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff and there was some dirty pool played on both sides you know kind of (sighs) you have to live with us or you can't go on this vacation or you know i don't want to live here anymore so i'm going to move back to dad and there's nothing you can do about it and blah 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 blah. everyone's pissing in the wind how hard is it when it feels like your kids don't like you Um, do you, do you, do you, did it feel that way or did it feel like,
1: no, I don't ever, I don't ever feel like you didn't like me. No, I must've missed that one. (laughs)
0: Um, it's, it was never that I didn't, I, I will say this. It was never that I didn't love or like either of you. I was just always frustrated by the process. I'm sure you were. And there were, and there were, and there were usually extenuating circumstances. It usually wasn't necessarily your fault. But it was your fault. Okay. So I'll just say that.
1: Okay. Whatever. <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> because anyway. I will say as a child, you do not know everything that went no, on. No, no, no.
0: Absolutely. And I would I would certainly cop to that. That yeah. I wasn't you know it, from my the, your perspective. Right.
1: Yeah, and I get that.
0: And so I don't I don't have that perspective. So how hard is it to to try to raise kids in a – in a f- when tensions – the tension would get pretty high sometimes. It's and incredibly
1: so, difficult. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly difficult, and you're trying to balance because your, your ultimate goal is that your kids never see any of that, right. never feel any of that. I don't think that that's necessarily always possible to do that, but that's the ultimate goal is that – you don't feel all that tension. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's incredibly difficult. You're always trying to watch what you say, even though, you know, there are times when you really have a lot more to say. Um, but I, I tried to do that. I know I wasn't always the greatest at it, but that was my intention.
0: And, there, and there's also the balancing act of you're now not in a relationship with my dad, but so you're you're taking care of us, but you're also trying to balance, you know, your your social life where, uh-huh. you know, you know, there's someone that you're wanting to date or someone uh-huh. you're wanting to be with or, you know, finding something for yourself. and So that had to have been a difficult.
1: Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. I really didn't. Um, I had so much other stuff going on in my life. You know, I was going to school. I was doing tut- volunteering at the fire department. Right. I had so much going on that it really wasn't a priority for me so it wasn't that big of an issue now when it did happen and i made the wrong choice then that made it very difficult <laughs> so um you know should have looked at that a little bit better
0: yeah but was that is that a situation where that was something that you wanted for yourself and so you were that was just that was just what you wanted at the time or yeah, I think it was, it was
1: one of those things where um, it really it felt good at the time, mm-hmm. and I hadn't had that for a long time, not realizing that I was really missing that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it just felt really good, and it right. felt right, and I thought it was good, and it was. But yeah,
0: gotcha. How difficult was it for you to get up every day and do that drive to Albany?
1: You know, it really wasn't. No, no, I when i think about it now you know when i drive back up there i'm like oh good lord how did i do this for 11 years but i just did it yeah it was just part of life and and but i'm kind of that kind of a person i just get in and do what has to be done and i don't usually think about it too much um probably if i did i would be like
0: crazy more crazy than i already am but because i look at that as, and i've i've told people this like the amount of respect that I had for that work ethic. It's it's something that I wish I, I don't have that. Like the one thing that I wish I could take from both you and Dad, and you can you can say what you want about either of you and the good, the bad, whatever, but there's no doubt that you guys both have really strong worth work ethics. And that is something that apparently Apparently, I didn't pick up skips on. a generation. That that skipped right over me, and it's not that I, it's not that I don't work hard, but I th- and I think maybe some of it is I wasn't forced into like working hard when I was a kid, so like.
1: Well, I think that this is my perspective on it. Your dad has a different philosophy in life mm-hmm. with his new life, and. You were with him during those (coughs) years, and I think that you have a little more of that philosophy than you do where mine is kind of you have to get in and you have to do this, and you don't really have a choice. Right. Um, And yours is a little more free, like, "Mm, I don't really feel like this, so I'm choosing not to do this because I don't feel good about it. Right. Where mine is I don't really feel about it because I don't have a –
0: but that's also a generational thing. That's more of like well, a I think millennial, is, but, like, But I think Gen that Xer. that's
1: more how Brian and Janelle live their life. More laid back a little bit and mm-hmm. not so concerned about those things. Right. As I tend to not let myself feel that way, even though I'd like to. Right. Um, so I think that some of that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you quit your job, I about had that from the radio station right. after Natalie passed yeah I almost fainted yeah because here you were going to get married and I just didn't get that whole thing yeah and after you explained to me then I understood it more even though I still because I'm still of the old school where you don't quit your job until you have another one right and that's difficult yeah yeah
0: I've done it twice now it's, I know it's pretty exciting <laughs>
1: And it gives me a heart attack every time.
0: Yeah. This time's working out a little bit better. Yeah, that
1: And I wish I could be a little more relaxed about that. Because mm-hmm. I think that I think that I would probably have a better Well, I don't know if I'd have a better life, but I might take a little pressure off myself.
0: Yeah. So there for a long time there was a lot of there's a lot of acrimony, there's a lot of tension, there's a lot of Bitterness and backfighting and stuff like that between you and Dad. Um but all of that seemed to kinda go away when Natalie got sick. Um and when you show when you showed up in Minnesota with Heather um at the end, that seemed to kind of mend fences and kind of Yeah, it was
1: pretty life changing. Kind
0: of just put everything in perspective. You know, yeah. And it's kind of you know
1: It's all water under the bridge, we need to let it go.
0: Right. Was that hard for you?
1: Well, you know, it wasn't... It was hard for me to... Like, I wanted to be there for you guys. Right. But, you know, h- how can I do that? Mm-hmm. Here's, you know, we haven't hardly spoken at all. and. But when Brian said, no, I want you to come, um, of course I'm going to be there for you kids. Right. That, That wasn't even an issue.
0: And because there was a there was a period there where you and I didn't talk. Right. Um, and that was – so we started talking again after I got engaged. And N- Natalie got sick like three months after that. So you and I had probably only been talking again for six or seven months when that happened, right? hmm And we didn't talk – how long did we not talk for? Like two years?
1: Yeah, that was – Worst two years of my life. Yes.
0: Sorry about that. That was... That was a lot of me being stupid. But also a lot of me being frustrated about... Because I just... I wanted both of you to just quit being assholes. Yeah. Is what I wanted. I get that. And I... There was part of me that felt the only way that I would get you to do that would be to to, show... I, th- that was the only thing I could think of that would make that would prove my point that I was tired of it, and it's not fair because you were the one getting punished. But at the time, there 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 was the whole lead up of you know I'd gone to South America and I had done all this stuff and it it had just come on the heels of Dad doing all of this stuff for me, and not that you hadn't ever done anything for me. It was just. It just came at – and I had been having a – I was pissed because there was all these things that I wanted to do because I was in my own selfish little world that I wanted to do these things. And I just didn't want to deal with that stuff anymore. I just wanted let's – can't we just all just move along and not be like this anymore? That was not the best move I ever made. And
1: – Well, and I don't think it was – it wasn't conveyed as can this just not be like this and we can all move along. Right. That was after – that was after the two years. Right. During the two years, it was, no, I'm pissed off at you, and I don't want to talk to you, and that's the way it is. Right. And I'm like, fine. You know, if that's the way you want to be, that's the way you're going to be. Right. And gave you your space, and hardest thing I ever did.
0: And, I mean, honestly, you owe a big thanks to Nikki because – if it wasn't for Nikki, I don't know that that ever would have changed. I mean, I'm sure it would have changed eventually, but you know, she was, she was, she did a very good job of guiding me in the in the right direction to start. You know, the healing process. Yeah, and start talking again and stuff like that. But she she man she knew to do it in a way that wasn't forceful, and mm-hmm. she wasn't telling me what to do. She mm-hmm. was trying to. She was just kind of trying to guide me into making that decision mm. for myself. I don't know what else. Awkward I silence. <laughs> I don't know what else People I'm going People listening say. to this
1: are going to be like, oh, this is intense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, looking back, I wish that it had never happened, but it did. And unfortunately, it did happen. And right. But we lived through it and we came out on the other side better. And here we are now.
0: Yeah, I mean it's I certainly would say that we're as close we're probably closer now than we were before that. I mean we we're all, we've always been pretty close. Um
1: Yeah, but I think we lost a lot during those um those years.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you know those those late teen years, but then you move back and then we were we were doing really good. Mm-hmm. But then you moved back to Montana, and then we kind of lost it again. And
0: No, I moved to Minnesota.
1: Minnesota, yeah.
0: Yeah. That yeah. was – a lot of that was me. Like, I just lived a different lifestyle. Yeah. Like, I worked, you know, swing shift, and I drank a lot, and I partied a lot. And yeah. And, you know. And
1: that, that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. You're supposed to live your own life, and, you know, you're not supposed to be attached to your mother your whole life.
0: Right. <coughs>
1: um. So, yeah, we made it through.
0: When? How? How hard was it to see Graham deteriorate the way that she did? Oh, it was so hard. Cause she was sick for a really long time too. Like she yeah, was, well, she was so strong for so long for Grandpa, and then yeah. it was like she didn't ever live her life.
1: Right. Exactly. And it was really sad because just about the time when I'm living in Albany and I can spend some time with her and then she gets the parkinsons and gets the d- dementia from it and it was all gone you know yeah. so quickly and it was really sad
0: I think part of that I th- I think part of the reason why I felt like I needed to be there when Uncle Rod passed away was like I missed so much of like I wasn't there when Grandpa passed away I wasn't there when grandma passed away. And all that was because I just couldn't afford to be there. Right. You know? And the thing... The grandpa passing away... I never knew grandpa not sick. Right. So it was like... You know? Yeah. And... I was... I was pretty heartbroken when grandma died. But I... I couldn't afford to go. And, you know, I just... And we all, we all had kind of just disen- disengaged and, you know, it was, we had spent so much time with grandma, but then, you know, it, she wasn't grandma anymore. And she was, I remember a couple times we went to that home that she was living in mm-hmm. and stuff like that just gives me the creeps. And like, I don't, there's something in my brain that I don't know if it, there's some instinct or something that happens, like. I can't deal with it and I have to, I disengage Mm, and it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's
1: hard for most people. Yeah. Um, and then when you add on, not only was she sick, Mm -hmm. um, but the dementia had taken her mind. Right. And so there isn't even that relatability, Mm -hmm. um, that yes, that's my grandma here. You know, that, that's completely taken away too. Yeah. I mean, there were times when I went there and she didn't even know who I was. Yeah. And that's really difficult as a mother-daughter, you know, relationship. So that was a really hard time. And it was really, I got to be with my dad when he took his last breath. Yeah. And that really gave me closure. I was out riding um, with some friends out at Sand Lake when mom died. And that, we didn't have cell service there then. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't even there when she died. Yeah. And so I didn't even get to see her after she died. Right. And that has always been an issue for me. My brother they they didn't cremate her. Right. They waited for me. But I said, "Oh no, you know, I don't need to go see her. Not no, you know." I was like in shock. Yeah. Well, yes, I did need to go see her. Right. So I that you know, I feel like I never really got closure about that. But yeah. It just is what it is. And.
0: So we are, we are kind of linked in, in, our, in the, our birthdays in the sense that we kind of we, we cross those milestone birthdays at the same time, uh-huh. just, you know, 20 years apart. What is, what is something that you know in your 50s that you wish you knew in your 30s?
1: Oh, gosh, so much. Just to slow down and take the time. Think in your thirties, you're just like, you know, you're building your. Well, for me, I was raising kids, and you know, imagine Dustin if you raising had,
0: teenagers. If you had
1: a fourteen-year-old.
0: Yeah. No, right thank now. you.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't like having a ten-year-old cat. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> so just to slow down and and enjoy life. Yeah. Which is pretty much what you guys do. Yeah, Nikki and I have that part down. Yeah. So. You're doing it good.
0: What's something... Is there, are there other things like... And what? doing
1: things like this, making memories.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, that's all you have when you get older. Yep. You have your memories and and like, I, making good ones, fun ones.
0: And I know that, you know, there are people that listen and are like, God, why does it have to be sad and stuff like that? But it's all the stuff... Like, this is all stuff that has happened. And it's, you know, it's good to talk about and it's good. But it's not... It's not all sad stuff.
1: Oh no. It's just that it's just that the the sad things kind of they
0: they, they form, kinda take
1: your energy a little bit.
0: Yeah. But they also form who you are. Like yeah. you gain a lot from your worst times. Yeah. You know? That's true. But yeah, Nikki and I definitely have the do kind of do what we want the have a lot pretty of fun. good.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I'm happy about that.
0: You'd be happier if you had grandkids.
1: Well, that's true, but I mean, I know it's not going to happen, so yeah. it's I'm I'm good with it. I hope that it happens for Heather, um, because she really wants to be a mom really bad. Right. Um, so I I hope it happens for her, but it's not. You know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I have Buster. Yeah. So Buster,
0: trust me, Buster is better than any offspring <laughs> I'm going to produce. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. There's part of me that. I kind of <laughs> I don't want to pass on my jeans to people. I don't I don't want to saddle some little kid with like I don't want to saddle like a kid with a, like a little fat kid. Like I don't want a kid to have to grow up. Oh, like that way makes I grew me really sad. Up. I know. It but it's hard like life has so many challenges. And this this is not why I don't have kids. This is one of the reasons why I'm just kind of okay with not having kids. Like, if we had kids, it would be fine, and we would deal with it. But there's part of me that's kind of glad that, you know, I don't have... I'm not going to have a kid that has a picture of him in that stupid fucking Pietro's soccer uniform that looks like he was stuffed in a sausage casing and shit like that. (laughs) Like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) That makes me really sad.
0: Well, don't be sad. It's just, you know...
1: Well, yeah, because... If I hadn't fed you pizza all the time.
0: No, Mom. That's not why.
1: Well, it is th- part of it. There's, go I should have th- taught you how to love vegetables.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been helpful.
1: Like I got you to eat that Brussels sprout last night. <laughs> 34 years old.
0: Brussels. I ate my broccoli and my carrots fine. The Brussels sprouts are disgusting.
1: I know. They, well, but you ate it. Yes. I'm so proud I, of you. <laughs> I
0: had to cover it in tamale pie to be able to choke it down, but I got it Because
1: down. mother made that, too.
0: That's right. Another. Hey, that has vegetables in it.
1: Corn is not a vegetable. <laughs> and tomatoes. Tomatoes are fruit. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's nothing about it good for you.
0: So, what? what's our next adventure, Mom? Let's talk about something fun. Yeah, you're going on a cruise, right? Yeah, I'm
1: going on an Alaska cruise. Yeah.
0: How How many days?
1: Uh, seven days. Yeah. Yep, Jeannie Davidson and I are going.
0: Don't, oh, you're going with Jeannie.
1: Yeah. Don't laugh. Okay. We're going on a quilters retreat cruise.
0: Oh dear God.
1: <laughs> but it's gonna be fun.
0: I'm. I'm sure it will be a blast. It will be. And if you guys get stranded, you'll be able to make yourself blankets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: I'm. So is it? What What places are you gonna hit?
1: We're going to, I think it's Sitka and Juno and what's that Forge? Something Forge. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Tina,
0: if you're listening to this, Tina, you can tell me what she's talking about. My friend Tina that I used to work with at the credit union, she lives in Alaska. Oh, she does? Yes. Oh, She cool. used to live in North Pole, Alaska. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so the one thing that both Jeannie and I want to do is go salmon fishing. hmm So we hope we'll be able to do that excursion that would be fun yeah
0: when are you going for that when is that september. happening september mm-hmm. that'll be fun i know for Super your birthday
1: excited. no it was just that's when it was and so we're going i guess I'm we am gonna have
0: say a, i'm gonna have a fun september you are what are you doing i'm going to see the food fighters
1: yay you've already seen them like three or four times i'm going right? to see
0: them four times this summer oh my gosh i'm gonna get see them twice in august and twice in september and it's going to be the most fun ever. They have a whole new album, Mom. They gotta hear, i got to hear them play the new songs live.
1: I bought you a new album.
0: I know. I'm going to hear them play those new songs live. Cool. We need to get that record player set up. I've got to figure out how to play vinyl. we got to find a place to put it, though.
1: I looked for a table yesterday, but we yeah. didn't
0: find one. Didn't find anything. Did you go to Goodwill and look?
1: We didn't make it to Goodwill. No. Why not? We were busy. Priorities. We had a lot of shopping to do.
0: So, how much fun have you had?
1: It's been so much fun, and it always goes by so fast. Right. You know, I thought, oh, five days—that'll be enough. You'll be sick of us by then, which I'm pretty sure you are. Yeah, I'm ready for you guys to leave. <coughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I want my house back. <clears throat> yeah. I
0: don't. I. I don't like having to worry about sleeping with my door closed because I don't want you to see my. My man boobs <laughs> when I roll. <laughs> if I roll over.
1: Dustin. <laughs> I've seen it all.
0: I know. I'm just joking. Um. I would if you if you stayed forever that would be fine with me.
1: If I lived across town it would be right. fine with me. Yeah, you. it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Not in the next room. Over. Yeah.
0: So this that's always this, hard. This it, it always when when we lit when we're together for a few days, it always makes me think of would it would it really work if we moved to Oregon and lived with Duke? I'm not sure that it would work out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> now be nice.
1: It would work. It we would, would work. make it work. It would. But no. It's
0: uh, As long as you made dinner for me all the time.
1: Yeah, as long as I was the slave. Well, you know. Well, probably not the right
0: term. Hey, <laughs> I'm basically the slave of my house, so. <laughs> I just I just want to break from cooking once in a while. That's all I really need.
1: Well, oh, I can do that fine.
0: <sighs> we need. You know what we need to do? We need to devote one of these trips where you come here where you just teach my wife how to cook. I don't. Uh,
1: I mean, I just don't know that's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. She doesn't want to learn how to cook. I know. So it's she fine. needs step by step
0: recipes. At
1: this point, it's fine.
0: She make. You know what I'm sad about? Not that we needed to have anything else in this house. We oh didn't get to so try her food. chocolate chip cookies. She makes the best chocolate chip cookies ever.
1: Well, she can always make some and in- send. Oh well, I'm no, no, she, she can't. can't. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Maybe next year.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so before we go, yes, we could talk about a lot of other stuff, but. There's just people that, you know, there's just stuff that we don't want to bring up and you don't want to talk about it really anyway. So you are an Oregon Ducks fan.
1: Woohoo! Yes.
0: So how excited are you that they're going to play in the playoffs? I'm
1: totally so stoked. Soaked? soaked. You're, t- <laughs> You're totally
0: soaked? That is more information than the Jogpod listeners wanted to know, Mom. No,
1: I'm totally stoked. Um, I wish I could be going. Right. But I came here to be with you. So, you know. It was it was
0: me or the Rose Bowl. Yep. Well, I'm glad that I outranked the Rose Bowl.
1: Actually, had I known for sure, <laughs> the Rose Bowl <laughs> might have outranked.
0: That's hurtful. You. <laughs> yeah. That's hurtful, Mom.
1: No, I'm just, no. I
0: would have gotten my tennis shoes, and then you would have been at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got this really good on un- this really good deal on these shoes. Merry Christmas! I'll, I'll text you pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I'm super excited.
0: Do you think they're gonna win?
1: Think they're going to take the whole thing?
0: The whole thing.
1: The whole shebang.
0: Who do you think they're going to play for the championship?
1: Well, I would really like to see them play Alabama. Alabama. That's what I would like to see. I'm not sure that's going to happen. No. But we shall see. But what you're do just you excited
0: think? that they're going you know. to. Here's my thing. The ducks never seem to win when it matters. I, I
1: know, <laughs> but I can hold out hope.
0: Absolutely, and you have to.
1: <clears throat> I just would really like to see them do it, me so too. that some of those jerks will shut their mouths.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I am orange and black beavers all the way, but I always root for the ducks when they play anyone other than Oregon State. Honestly, it pains me to say this, but I rooted for the ducks when they played the beavers this year. Woo! Only because I wanted them to be able to play for the national championship. I wanted them to be in the first playoff because I'm not a jerk. like It's, it's not going to affect me one way or the other, whether or not it's Oregon or Oregon State, because they both represent my state. Right, exactly. And Oregon and Eugene are not that far apart, and I didn't go to either school, Corvallis so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Corvallis and Eugene are not that far apart. Right. I didn't go to either school, so it doesn't really matter. I want someone to represent my state well. But, and you so know, we've
1: had this rivalry since you were right. a baby. I know. You've always rooted for the Beavers, right. and I've always rooted for the Ducks. Yeah.
0: And for the most part, we've always been sad because they both suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a little fun. The Beavers got good there for a little while. I think in a couple of years, the Beavers will be back and being good again because I think the new coach will uh, think swing so things in the, in the right direction. I think he only – I think I'm pretty sure the only reason he left, even left Wisconsin, is because – of the way they pay their coaches there. They they set caps on what they will pay assistant coaches. Oh, huh And so it makes it hard to keep good assistant coaches, which is why they've had trouble keeping coaches there. It's, just, it's because it's a state school, and uh-huh. so they have, you know, uh-huh. Florida and these guys, they'll, you know, eh, whatever, we'll pay however much you want. Right. So it's just not the way it works there. So you think the Ducks are going to go all the way?
1: Ducks all the way.
0: We are very excited because after we – before we recorded this, we watched the Seahawks clinch the Woo-hoo! number one seed, so we're very the excited Hawks. about that. Do we think the Seahawks are going back to the Super Bowl? Yes. Now, now that I we, hope so. Now that we know that everyone has although to go, although
1: the way they played the first three quarters of this game today really made me upset. But, but
0: the fact that everyone has to come through CenturyLink Field, yeah, it's gonna makes a big difference. Makes
1: a huge difference.
0: So we're excited about that. Very excited. A good omen just to think about. Last year, I won my fantasy football league with Pat. And we went to the Super Bowl and we won. Woo-hoo. I won my fantasy football league with Pat this year. We're the number one seed. So. Oh, gosh. And also, I finished second place in my wins pool last year and got screwed on this, the last week of the season. The same thing happened today. <laughs> so...
1: So maybe it'll follow the suit. Only,
0: the only difference is the Seahawks lost in Week 17 last year, but they couldn't afford they could afford to lose last they could afford to lose last year, and it didn't matter. This year they they couldn't they had to win to right. make sure they exactly. were the number one seed. Six straight wins going into the playoffs, coming in with momentum. Get a week off. It's gonna be fun. It's
1: gonna be awesome. It's gonna
0: suck to not eat good food while the playoffs are on, but I'll be at working anyway.
1: You'll be eating nutritious food. That's right. And I will be cheering you on.
0: Yeah. And we are going to wrap things up for this episode. We could talk for hours and hours. Yeah, we're going to have to
1: do this again. We can.
0: Now that I can, we can dial in. That night that you and I and Nikki talked through Skype for an hour and had had one of the funniest conversations ever that (laughs) didn't get recorded. Thank God. That would have been super entertaining. I wish I could just put that up on the internet, but we couldn't. So, Mom. Yes. I thank you for... A wonderful Christmas. It was one of the best Christmases ever. Even if none of the presents were here, it still would have been one of the best Christmases ever because you and Heather were here. And I'm so thankful that you get to be my mom. And I love you very much.
1: Stop. You're going to make me cry. And
0: we're going to go play some pinocchio, and we're going to do some more whiskey. We're going to
1: kick some butt. Are we going to be teamed again?
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're going to win. Hopefully, I won't try to shoot the moon. It was so stupid. I should not have tried to shoot the moon.
1: I know, but it was fun to do it.
0: I had I I should have because you know what if we wouldn't have shot the moon we would have won because I pulled all but two I pulled all but, but the, three. The tricks.
1: only difference is that when I play games like this, it's for fun. I know. I don't care. You know. There's yeah, a, I want to win, but it's like
0: there's one of the four people in the group that was not a lot of it's fun. It's like to play a Debbie Downer. Year. Yeah, someone was not particularly fun. If I was it playing was in
1: a poker tournament where there was money on the table, yeah. then yeah, okay, I'd be freaking well, serious
0: about. it. You know, it. they were three bottles deep last night, so let's.
1: Well, you think three bottles deep, they would be like, woo! Nah,
0: it's no, not the way it didn't it works.
1: work that way. <sighs> anyway, they're not. It, <laughs> she's
0: not Norwegian. She's oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that gives away who we're talking about. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. Okay, so you're gonna go yeah. home. Back to Oregon.
1: I know, and I'm going to be good. I'm, I'm going to be I'm, good. I'm not going to cry.
0: Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No. Because I'm going to cry, too. I'm going to cry just to make <sighs> you cry.
1: Don't. play it Really, because.
0: Actually, I'm not going to cry, because I'm so excited, because after I drop you off, I'm going to go pick up the greatest pizza ever.
1: Oh, yeah. You notice? He didn't <laughs> have it while we we're here. It's after we leave, <sighs> because other than he'd have to share it.
0: No. I would. I was going to suggest that we would go there for lunch, but you don't like to eat a lot of food before you get on the plane. That's true. I don't. So that's why it didn't work out. I don't
1: eat and I don't drink.
0: See? So who's, the wrong, who's getting blamed now? Okay. It's all uh, your own fault. I checked myself. That's right. So we're going to wrap it up. We are back. Jog Pod. Going to be on a regular time schedule. We're going to bust out some episodes. I so hope you all enjoyed this. More fun. More stuff to listen to. I hope that uh, you have enjoyed this trip down Mamory Lane. <laughs>
1: Mamory Lane.
0: Oh, Mamory Lane.
1: <laughs> Mama's memories.
0: <laughs> Edit that out, please. <laughs> no way. Don't stand in. All right, that's it for the Jog Pod. I'm Dustin Jones. Thanks for joining us. Always protect the five hole.
1: Just be against the world